Hello everyone. Today is November 16th, 2023, and this is Read Through the New Testament. And today we are going to be reading Mark 6, 30 through 56, and then also 1 Corinthians 5. And we say Jameson to our Nepali friends. <laughs> yeah, keep listening so we can stay number one on the charts. <laughs> It's okay. So funny. All six of you. All five of you. Maybe there'll be six by now. Oh, maybe. Maybe. And <laughs> okay. and greetings to all of our class. Uh, class. Yep. We love you guys too. Yep. Okay. okay. So we're going to begin by reading the miracle of feeding the five thousand, which is the only miracle included in all four gospels. Okay. And okay. it is oftentimes quickly followed by Jesus walking on water. Those are some good summary mm. points for you. So. Okay. All right. Verse thirty is where we're starting. Mark chapter six. The apostles returned to Jesus and told him all that they had oh and told him all that they had done and taught. And he said to them, "Come away by yourselves to a desolate place and rest a while, for many were coming and going, and they had no leisure even to eat." And they went away in the boat to a desolate place by themselves. Now many saw them going and recognized them, and they ran there on foot from all the towns and got there ahead of them. I think they ran pretty fast. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. Um, when he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and they had, and he had compassion on them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. And when it grew late, his disciples came to him and said, This is a desolate place. And the hour is now late. Send them away to go into the surrounding countryside and villages and buy themselves something to eat. But he answered them, You give them something to eat. And they said to him, Shall we go and buy 200 denarii worth of bread and give it to them to eat? And he said to them, How many loaves do you have? Go and see. And when they had found out, they said, Five and two fish. Then he commanded them all to sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in groups by hundreds and by fifties. That's a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and said a blessing and broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples to set before the people. And he divided the two fish among them all. And they all ate and were satisfied. And they took up 12 baskets full of broken pieces and of the fish. And those who ate the loaves were 5,000 men. Yeah. It means there could be lots of women and children in that too. Yeah, it's a so, huge group. Yeah, just amazing thing also. It just shows the multiplication. They took up baskets. Can you pick up baskets of used bread, bread that didn't quite get used? It's yeah. kind of strange. But anyway, immediately, we've seen that word uh, a few times. Immediately he made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side, to Bethsaida, while he dismissed the crowd. And after he had taken leave of them, he went up on the mountain to pray. And when evening came, the boat was out on the sea, and he was alone on the land. And he saw that they were making headway painfully, for the wind was against them. And about the fourth watch of the night, he came to them, walking on the sea. He meant to pass by them. But when they saw him walking on the sea, they thought it was a ghost and cried out, for they all saw him and were terrified. But immediately he spoke to them and said, Take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. And he got into the boat with them, and the wind ceased, 
and they were utterly astonished. For they did not understand about the loaves, but their hearts were hardened. Verse 53. When they had crossed over, they came to land at Gennesaret and moored to the shore. And when they got out of the boat, the people immediately recognized him and ran about the whole region and began to bring the sick people on their beds to wherever they heard he was. And whenever he came, in villages, cities, or countryside, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and implored him that they might touch even the fringe of his garment. And as many touched it, were made well. Yep, the fringe of his garment we saw mm-hmm. in chapter 5 when the woman, the woman. just touched the fringe of her, his garment and she was mm-hmm. healed. Mm-hmm. So apparently the message got around. You just, just got to touch the fringe of his garment and mm-hmm. you'll be healed. And probably the case... I mean, he yeah. he was obliterating illness from Israel today when he was living. Yeah. Okay, we're continuing on now into First Corinthians chapter five, and we talked in. Oh, so just real quick with wrapping up Mark six, um, we just added to what we had: we feeding the five thousand, Jesus walking on the water, and a lot of healings. Yep. Okay. I'm not sure you're going to pay for the healings. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Feeding 5,000, walking on water. Just put yep. those in your mind because those come up the same in Matthew and in Mark. Uh, whenever there's feeding 5,000, it's always walking on water. Yep. Okay. Okay. We are 1 Corinthians chapter 5. I talk, We talked in class about how Corinth was a, what do you call it? A sinful, uh, strong it was city. Big, big and sinful. Big and sinful. And uh, here we see how sinful the, the church was. And yeah. that's the big problem, is that the church was accepting sinful people into them. Like, it's one thing for the world to be like that, but it's another thing to be glad when overtly sinful, outward, unrepentant people are in your church. That, that doesn't represent Jesus. No. And that's the problem here. Okay. And so in, in this section of problems and solution, this is now we're getting to problems with marriage. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it is actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you and of a kind that is not tolerated even among pagans. For a man has his father's wife, and you are arrogant. Ought you not rather to mourn? Let him who has done this be removed from among you. For though absent in body, I am present in spirit. And as if present, I have already pronounced judgment on the one who did such a thing. When you are assembled in the name of the Lord Jesus and my spirit is present with the power of our Lord Jesus, you are to deliver this man to Satan for the destruction of the flesh so that his spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord. Your boasting is not good. Do you not know that a little leaven leavens the whole lump? Cleanse out the old leaven that you may be a new lump as you really are unleavened. For Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. Let us therefore celebrate the festival, not with the old leaven, the leaven of malice and evil, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Okay, verse 9 is where he gets to the issue about unrepentant people in the church. He says, I wrote to you in my letter, this was another letter that was written that was not inspired, that has not been kept. I wrote to you in my letter not to associate with sexually immoral people, not at all meaning the sexually immoral of this world or the greedy and swindlers or idolaters 
since then you need to get out of the world. Right? He's recognized the sinfulness of the world and sinfulness of those in Corinth. He says, people are going to be sinful. You need to associate with them. That's okay. But, verse 11, I am writing to you not to associate with anyone who bears the name of brother. That is, bears the name of Christian, claiming I'm a, a Christian if you're out walking in that way and unrepentant. Um, don't associate with anyone who bears the name of brother if he's guilty of sexual immorality or greed or is an idolater, reviler, drunkard, or swindler, not even to eat with such a one. For what have I to do with judging outsiders? Is it not those inside the church who are you to judge? God judges those outside. Purge the evil person from among you. Just how pure the church needs to be. Yeah. And I think chapter 5 is seeking... Directing them towards purity in the church. Right, in the church. Yeah, yeah. Christ Jesus was pure, and that's what he works about in his people who believe and trust in him. He he changes them by the Spirit of God. Mm -hmm. And I would say also Paul is pretty stern here in how Mm -hmm. he's confronting them. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. All right, bye. Bye Bye-bye.